Good afternoon, everyone. And I welcome you on this Sunday as we come to worship as a community. I want to begin by telling you a story of two kids from our school. One of them is eight years old, another one is six. So one time their mom invited me to their home so for lunch, so I was, I had to go, so we had lunch together. So as, finish, as we finish our lunch, so me and the mom, we went to the sunroom, the kids remained in the house. So as time went on, there was a big fight and they were screaming and yelling. So the mom ran to the house to see what's happening. She found out that they were fighting who is going to have the last brownie. So then at that moment, the mom wanted to use that moment as a teaching lesson. So he told them, okay, kids, look at me. They're all so much upset because everyone's the brownie. She asked them, what would Jesus do? Of course, the young one says, I know what Jesus would have done. Jesus will take, will take the one brownie, break it, and multiply it into 5,000. I don't think that's what she intended to teach, but she came up with that answer. Today is a day whereby God is inviting us to reflect on the three main things in our lives. One of them is our spiritual needs and also the physical needs. In the first reading, we see the prophet Elisha. And what, what, what's happening is that someone brings these belly, 20 bread breads to Elisha. And Elisha says, give them to the men. And of course, his servant insists, insisting and says, there's no way. Say, these are 20 and they are 100 men. What is it for this? Elisha says, just do it. He would have said, well, put them aside and keep them for me and you who shall eat them as we go on. But he says, no, give them out. But what drives Elisha that faith? It's the trust. He says that what this gift I have received, I can give it to them. Whatever we have can be enough. When we share the gifts, the blessings God gave us, we should be having a better world today. Because all of us, God has blessed us in different ways. So many blessings we receive. And God is expecting us to bless someone else in return with them. So the same theme of Jesus, Elisha feeding these 100 men, we see God's hand in doing that. Because we knew that just the trendy bread could do nothing for the 100 men. But God made it happen. Why? Because Elisha believed that God can do something about that. He used what he had so that God can fill up what Elisha doesn't have. In the gospel today, we see that same story of Elisha, the church father saw is as a pre-root of the gospel. And this is the story of multiplication of bread, which is reported in all the four gospels. That's how it was important. The church fathers realized it's a very important story, the early church. So when we look about them, what's happening? Jesus is planning to take a vacation. Let's get away. We are tired. Go take it now. Maybe Father Todd, what he's doing right now. I know he's watching. But we know that as he decides to go with his disciples to go away, he realizes by the time he lands, they approach people waiting for him. So he begins to teach them at length. And of course, at the end of the day, he is sensitive to their needs, both the spiritual needs 
and the physical needs. Jesus knew that they were hungry. He knew that. And that's the difference who Jesus is or, or who our God is and other gods out there. Because the God we worship is a personal God. God is sensitive to the needs and situations of us. He is so sensitive about what we go through. He's sensitive about our struggles. So he's not an interpersonal God, he's a personal God. That's why he cries with us when we cry. So what he does, he tells his disciples, feed them. Give them what to eat. And they're saying, you are kidding. Huh? What can we do about this, all these people? Well, of course, we know in the end of the day, the miracle of multiplication of bread takes place. But which also we see as a prefigure of Christ nourishing us through the Eucharist. So when we come today, ask ourselves, what's happening in our world? I was reading today on World Food Program, and they were saying that every year, 10 million people die of starvation. 10 million people. And as of now, 5 million have already died of starvation. So we ask ourselves, on all the food we have in the world, how comes today we have people dying somewhere in the world of starvation? I think that's the number one scene we all, we all have to look to and see how can we do something about it. So just saying 10 million people died because of starvation or causes related to that, it's a big number, it's a big shame to the world, not only us, the entire world. We know the problems are very complicated to solve. They're political, they're economical, so many. But as Christians, we should be aware of these things. We should be sensitive to these things because God calls us to be witnesses in this world. So all these readings reminded me, it's, sorry, when I was back home, nearly ordained priest, I went to a certain island and I was doing masses. When I was doing these masses, I realized that in the evening I took it around like a trip, visit these people in their homes. Most of them, they're Catholics. And they realized that most of them either had one meal or not sure if, if they'll eat. And when I was saying mass, I remembered was saying, go in peace, mass is ended. I asked myself the question, which kind of peace is going to be there when their stomachs are empty? Jesus is calling us to take care of both the physical and the spiritual needs of his people. So we as Christians, God is inviting us each day. The gospel is teaching us that compassion and generosity go very far. If we are compassionate, we are like Christ. If we are generous, we, are cooperate, we cooperate with Christ. So compassion and generosity go together. And I think we see in this gospel, Jesus is teaching us is that trusting in God. God has blessed us. He wants us to trust him. But in, for all of this to happen, he needs the cooperation of all of us. We work together, different ministries. We come together because God is, wants us to cooperate with him. His hands, our hands now. Our hearts, our minds. So the gospel is a reflection inviting us, say, okay, the second message God is teaching us, I invite you to cooperate with me to transform our world. 
And I think we know God is telling us he uses what we have to transform the world. So let us ask for the grace today that in every situation and circumstances, let us begin looking beyond our own harms and ask ourselves, what will you do about it? What is God putting on your heart? Where is sending you? Because in the end, it's the mission of bringing Christ to others. Because the Christ we worship is a personal Christ. He cares. He's sensitive. Our opening song was telling us, Whom shall I send? Whom shall I send? God is asking us, Whom shall I send? And the answer is, Here I am, Lord, send me. The Lord be with you.